They buying, we selling, but everything legal, bro. Snooze too long, then it's hard for you to waking up. Never had an hour job, but I stack paper up. 20 years old, ain't too early for no credit, bro. 30 years old, ain't too late to get your credit up. What you gonna do if they issue you a pay cut? And all your money gone from your savings, you was stacking up. All we trying to say is, don't be him, home. Muscle up with Jim, not the gym with the wild home. Really take flight, not just get fly home. Get in the car to make them feel some type of way like rich home. What we trying to say is, you gotta make investment. Paper money won't last if you don't invest. Something like credit suite, cleaning up your messes Learning equity, even how to do your taxes If you can buy one house, you can flip two If you can buy one car, then you can buy two If you ever say the thousand dollars, you can say two Stop working hard, let the money do the work for you You can buy one house, you can flip two If you can buy one car, then you can buy two If you ever say the thousand dollars, you can turn it into two Stop working hard, let the money do the work for you What is going on? This is Mike Clark. No excuses, man. We back at it again with another fire episode. Um, let me tell you guys, we're going to talk about focus, discipline, and consistency. And let's let's just do away with the fluff of what we think that means. And let me tell you from my point of view what I believe it means. All right. Look, not only are we going to talk about my five-unit apartment building um, completion, um, we're going to talk about um establishing new tenants in your property and raising rents um we're also going to talk about protecting your investments right and then we're lastly going to talk about challenging property tax because that goes with the five minutes that we're doing and of course i'm going to hit you guys with my thoughts at the end the conclusion you know what i'm saying so let's just jump right into it man so look for most of you guys that don't know um, and i don't know how you don't know unless you're a new listener right um i purchased a five-unit apartment building about two years ago um this entire time we've been rehabbing it. I'm not going to lie. We've been rehabbing it, rehabbing it, and rehabbing it. A lot of bumps and bruises along the way. However, uh, we've been very resilient. Uh, we have made sure that we have, we have fought through to the very, very end, uh, no matter how frustrating it may have been. You know what I'm saying? So, for example, man, we purchased a property um, literally within 48 hours. We found out we had a gas leak on the property. Not only did the tenants know about this, they refused to tell the new, or, or they, they did tell the, the that current landlord or previous landlord at the moment. They did nothing about it. No one said anything to me. That was an immediate expense, right? <laughs> um, that was the very, very beginning of, of the property, having the property. Now, fast forward to where we're at now. Currently, um, I believe the last big issue that I had was uh, installing a, a new AC unit. Um, that's the biggest thing right now that I'm dealing with one of my units uh, trying to get the proper um, heating and cooling system um, installed into that uh, particular unit which has been very very difficult I've tried to deal with many many contractors many companies um, and once again man you get a lot of no's before you get one yes I'm not gonna lie a lot of people couldn't do the job some people could some people were uh, giving promises that they could uphold but you guys got to remember, man, um, take whatever, take everything from, from what someone says with a grain of salt. Understand that you want to see results, right? Results, results. I can't harp that enough. You need to understand it. You need to see results. 
and not to be timid during the process. That's one thing I could tell you guys when at the beginning I wasn't I wouldn't necessarily say I was timid. However, I would not really um, be as aggressive as I am now. Um, I'm not super aggressive when it comes to negotiating and um, dealing with contractors. However, I have become more firm to the point that when I speak, you're not going to believe it. You're not going to think that it's an option. Um, for example, a lot of individuals might tell you, hey, you need X, Y, and Z instead of what you're requesting to complete this project. However, it can be done from what you're requesting to begin with. <laughs> um, however, you're, you know, those contractors or whoever you work with may be just only suggesting this because one, they might say, okay, well, it lasts longer or, you know, overall, you know, if it lasts longer, then of course it's going to be more expensive and, and you can go the expensive route and have things last longer. Sometimes you just got to get through the moment and then you know later on that at some point you're going to change something out um, to fix that got to let these contractors know man you're not made of money you're just not and everything is not going to be uh you're not going to be able to do the most expensive option now, i'm not going to say i haven't done the most expensive options in some of the rehab during uh this project however i've understood my cost um, labor and then also um, understanding the uh the cost of my materials so you have to take that account when you're doing rehab man because it can definitely get out of control very very quickly man very quickly um i believe i i know that i'm over i was over budget during this process i really do however like many other individuals say man you don't know what you don't know um you're learning as you're going right so i've learned a lot during this process i'm re definitely ready for the next project and i know exactly what i'm going to do for a to z how i'm going to actually get everything done and um how to actually stick with a budget and and know my numbers that's the biggest thing i can harp on is knowing your numbers and understanding what you can and can't do and being comfortable with it right you have to be comfortable with your decision and you have to be um consistent with your decision making and i'm gonna say consistent i would say you need to be more um you would need to be more not i would say even precise you would need to be i can't even think of the word right now but <laughs> you need to be straight to the point and forward right immediately don't 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 make things seem like you're second guessing yourself be firm with your decision and just go with it whether it's right or wrong just if you feel comfortable with it go with it go with your gut feeling right that's that's just me and, and that's what i've definitely learned during this journey so like i said i wanted to talk to you guys about the discipline because you know every day you come to a, a, a project and you sometimes get to the point where it's running so long that you get to the point that you want to avoid that project or you get to the project or whatever property it is and you're like wow man what else is coming up what else can happen you know not taking every day as 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 an adventure as something new you can learn as a new experience as this is what you signed up for and this is what you want to do and that's what I would say is with, with your focus, discipline, and just being consistent every day, you're going to get more and more confident throughout your day, especially if you're going there with intention to be a better landlord, to be a better uh, project manager, to be a better, you know, all around investor and understanding this process. Once again, I can't beat it enough. You have to be more hands on. I can tell you with this project, I was about 60% hands-on with this project 
Uh, I did rely on a lot of individuals to try to complete certain tasks. And I just found myself saying, well, you know, if I'd have been more involved, this wouldn't happen or this wouldn't happen. However, I'm in a different sort of situation. I'm actually having to work to fund the project and et cetera, but no excuses with it. I just know now and moving forward, um, the hands-on ability, if you're going to be primary on a, on a project, you have to be there on a day-to-day uh, basis. You can't leave it to, to uh, you just can't leave it up to other individuals. You've got to be hands-on. And if you are going to leave it up to other individuals, that's fine. Just make sure you're managing it correctly, okay? Now, I want to go into the build-out is finally almost about done. We're getting to the point where we're going to... Um, um, install the AC units inside of Unit 5. So we're going to be fully rented out here soon. Um, at the moment, we have one other unit. So we have four out of the five units rented. We have one unit that we're actually trying to get rented out now. Um, somebody actually had, someone actually uh, left after their lease ended. They went ahead and they purchased a home and they were just time, it was time for them to leave. That's, it was, I wish they would have stayed. They were, it was, they were a great tenant. However, and, you know, that's what happens in this game. You know, people leave. So we're just adapting to that situation and, and trying to get another tenant as soon as possible so we can be fully rented out and we can move on from this project. Now, you guys got to understand, when you find a project, of course, you need to make sure that you understand the, the property managed techniques because if you, if you don't, then you need to hire a property manager because I'm so young um, for a new company, I'm going to try to save costs where I can. So even the property management piece has been a long road, man. You're talking about leases. You're talking about rules. You're talking about um, just understanding your numbers or your expenses. You know, we have a trash expense. We have electric, water, gas, all those things you have to learn and you have to be able to maintain and control. So understand it. There's so many different aspects, especially if you decide you're going to keep a property um, as a long-term investment, which this one is that, that we're discussing right now. Now, um, also, what I want to go into is, and transition into, is not taking no as an answer. Don't take no as an answer, man. I don't care if someone tells you no, somebody might give you a yes. Not only that, understand if your numbers are, you know, a fixed number or a variable number, know that you might be able to negotiate. I'm not going to lie. When I did my P&L statement, my profit and loss statement, I start to see my expenses and I said, you know what? I'm going to call everyone and see if there's any program, anything that I can do and not feel shame about it. You know, sometimes we feel like we got to say we got it and, and you know, you got this confidence like, well, I don't want to look like I don't have any money or, you know, this is a company. But you got to think about it. even the most powerful companies do this. They save money. I mean, you see layoffs, you see um higher prices on, on on products like there's a reason why they do that and you're no different especially if you're a mom and pops you got to save money where you can and you got to make sure that you know even if you're dealing with properties you are making sure that this investment that you have is paying for itself i don't know what i was thinking at the very very beginning you know i was taking on a lot of the expenses i was you know however once i got organized and I understood what was going on with my finance, especially looking at a profit and loss statement where you get to see everything coming in, everything going out on paper. And you're like, wow, I'm, I'm wasting money here. I'm doing things over here. And to understand 
you can negotiate some of these things. Like for example, you know, for, we have a trash can in the backyard that's u- utilized for all five tenants, right? All five units. And I decided, you know, to have my assistant give him a call and say, hey, what can you guys do? Because we might end up moving to another company to save save costs. Um, we were able to negotiate a 10% discount, which, you know, every dollar helps at the end of the day. Every dollar helps. And you could say 10% is not a lot, but 10% on this over 12 months, that's doing something for you. You know, 10% over here or taking some sort of bill that you were paying as a landlord and passing it to the tenants. I mean, it, it just, it helps you understand your finances and also control your costs, right? And my ultimate goal with all my properties is to have a clean, safe property that's well-maintained. And I also have the, the mindset that if I can't live in it, I don't want no one else to live in it. Now, mind you, I've lived in crazy situations. I was in the military for a little bit, if you guys don't know. But what I mean is just as a as a normal tenant, you know, what would I expect in an apartment complex? I've been in many apartment complexes, so I understand it just needs to be clean. Um, no rats, no rodents, no pests. All those good things, man. Like, I just, that's what I want. And that's what I demand from from my properties. Now, I want to go into protecting your investment and maintaining everything because I believe this right here is something we skip past and we don't even think about because a lot of individuals, they'll get into this game, even landlords, and you can see it, they're tired, they're frustrated, they're not making any money. However, you know, if you're not making money, that's on you because you're either making money on the front end or the back end or the deal just made no sense and you're not making any money. However, it does not give you an excuse to neglect that property or neglect those tenants because you made a bad deal. You didn't figure out what you needed to do. No excuse, you know? So when we're talking about maintaining the property, we're talking about the weeds, the the lighting around the property to make sure it's safe and lit up um, so women can feel comfortable, men can feel comfortable, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that is what I entail with protecting your, 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 your property, maintaining your property, okay? Because, like I said, that's just a big thing that I've noticed with a lot of mom and pops that they don't take care of their property. It becomes run down. They don't spice it up and fix it up. And then um, I guess what I what I meant by protecting investment is making sure that you have that LLC set up correctly or if you have to go into escort. Um, you know, I was doing, I have to do property tax, well, not property taxes, but I have to do my actual taxes um, for this property, right? And when I when I turned on my paperwork, my P&L and everything to my CPA, one thing he did suggest was an escort. Now, I'm not a tax attorney or a CPA, none of that. But he suggested this. This is purely entertainment, but this is what he was telling me personally and saying that if you create an escort, you're really separating it, separating this property as, as its own entity versus you as your own entity. And, and, and that's the biggest thing because, yeah, I'm, I'm small right now with just seven doors, but you guys got to understand when you're getting into business, when you are starting that LLC, getting that EIN number, et cetera, it's easy to cut corners, but it only takes one mistake, one person to sue you, one, one issue. And if you don't have your ducks in order, everything can come down on that with that house of cards. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get it. When I tell people I'm paying... 
tax after tax after tax. I'm doing this and that. And they're like, well, you're not making that much money. Why are you doing that? You know, when they're saying, well, you can cut corners on this. But I'm like, for what? Not only that, when it comes to financing and getting that money, and we're, we're complaining, like, especially my community, we complain so much about why banks aren't giving us money. And I can understand because when you call them up and you ask them, hey, I need $250,000. I need $400,000 for this rehab of this property I just bought and I and I got everything, you know, you know, ready to go. And I know exactly what I want to do, but you are getting declined for it. Why? Because you don't have your things in order. You don't have your LLC set up correctly. You don't have, your, you know, you got your EIN number, of course, but that's mostly 80 or 90 percent of people. You still got to have P&Ls for, you know, a couple of years, tax returns for a couple of years, whether you made money or not. You know what I'm saying? You got to show something, um, you know, any assets the property have, etc. You got to make sure you got that baseline and um, you got all of, of, of that foundational paperwork together in order. And, and that's the biggest thing I can harp on, because now I'm set up to the point that we have all of that stuff. And I'm so glad. So now. We're moving into a new project we should have no problem getting the funding that we need because we're be, we're going to be able to check the boxes especially during underwriting we're not going to have to search for documents we're not going to have to figure out how to um, get tax returns for this or that because we actually been doing tax returns and we're, we haven't been making any money yet you know what i'm saying but um we can show how we've been managing this property how we've been um managing the rehab etc so you have to think about the long term don't think about the short term and understand yeah it's going to cost you a little extra you're definitely going to spend a lot of time but that goes back to this title focus discipline and consistency every day whether you're tired sad happy whatever because i promise you like nipsey said you will feel every emotion i promise you because i have felt every emotion during this process i'm not even gonna lie to you guys <laughs> but um Lastly, like I said, I, there's one other um, piece I want to talk to, but I'm going to put that on its own separate uh, video and its own separate podcast because I believe we need to talk about challenging your property tax, especially if you're a homeowner, um, and why you should do it. Because I promise you, you are you 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 don't want to miss that episode. Because let me tell you, I'm gonna give you a snippet of it, but I'm currently challenging my property taxes for both my properties, but primarily one I'm living in currently right uh, I'm finding out the same property types in my neighborhood just in a block radius the inconsistency of what other individuals are paying on property taxes versus I versus me is night and day it's insane to me insane but a lot of us go just go and we just go with it right we don't challenge our property taxes we don't want to challenge and figure these things out and whether i appeal my property taxes and get the client told hey mr clark you're gonna have to pay for this anyway at least i did something about it and i didn't just lay down and take it a lot of times we just lay down and take situations that are just handed to us instead of fighting when we're younger we would fight everything we we will you know even as adults we don't take uh disrespect very lightly so understand when uh, transactions are being presented to you like property taxes 
man, don't take that for lying down and 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 don't just get confused by the, the verbiage. Call those individuals, ask them what it means because half the time they don't know what it means. Half the time they don't even get it. But they can talk to someone else who does get it and they can pass it through the phone. And now you have a starting point. That's all I'm saying, man. And that's that's been the focus since I, I started this. It's just learning on the fly, getting information that you need. And, you know, every day I'm learning something new, man. It's never been a dull day, but that goes with consistency because now everything is piling up. I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning. And now it's getting to a point that is compounding to the point that I have so much information that that's why I'm sharing it to you guys. Right. I'm passing information that I'm learning to um, other individuals. But like I said, this this podcast, this episode is actually going pretty long. But I want to tell you um, next episode, like I said, it's going to be fire because we're going to learn about property taxes and, and you know, at least in my city, uh, how they can how they're conducted. So understand, man, just in conclusion, man, just understand things will become challenging and frustrating but it's how you act in the moment that counts. It's just how you act. I've had a bad habit of just getting overwhelmed or a lot of anxiety and just taking it out on everybody. But now I take upon myself to breathe, take a break, um, you know, take a walk, meditate, clear my mind, and just process it the way it needs to be processed so I can make the right decision. Instead of lashing out or getting overwhelmed, I want to find a solution. Simple, that's it, okay? So when you guys are focusing on a new project, if you're wanting to get into real estate, if you're wanting to do a new investment, whatever you're trying to trying to do and accomplish, understand you have to have that mindset of being resilient, laser focused, discipline, and consistency. And even if you take a day off, or even if you use one out of the three, or two out of the three, whatever. Understand that every day is a day-to-day grind and you can always start fresh the next day. And that's just what it is, all right? But this is Mike Clark. No excuses. We back at it, man. Just Let's get it, man. All day, every day, let's grind. That's all, that's, that's all it's about. Peace.